Hello everyone. I'm your Tilaka Kumar, the host of Selecta podcast. This podcast is dedicated to inspire and empower women to pursue an excellent career by filling the gender gap, to live to the fullest of her potential and to achieve financial independence. I will be interviewing amazing successful women sales leaders and entrepreneurs from India and around the globe. Where we discuss their sales journey, their challenges, their wins and much more. Let's dive in. So I welcome my today's guest, Elena. She has a lot of years of experience in sales, maybe 30 plus of years experience in sales. And she is a CEO of a Smooth Sale, motivational speaker, sales trainer. And she is a best-selling author of two important books, which is Nice Girls Do Get the Sale. And the other one is Hired, How to Use Sales Techniques to Sell Yourself on Interviews. Welcome, Elena. Thank you very much for having me today. May I ask how you pronounce your name? Tilaga. Tilaga. Thank you. So tell us about yourself, how the sales journey has started for you. I was an entrepreneur right out of the gate after college. And then when I got married, I started another couple businesses and they were doing fine, but I needed to earn more money to help put the children through college as they grew older. And my husband came home one night, I was typing on the computer. And to my astonishment, he said, I know what you should do for a full-time job. You have the personality of a salesperson. I was horrified. I thought up, I looked him in the eye and very quietly asked, is that a compliment or an insult? <laughs> but it turned out he was right. It's all intuitive for me. Okay. So I think that time, the sales, there must be a lot of challenges, right? Oh, yeah. Women were expected to either stay at home, take care of the family, or be a secretary, best case. And the last thing I wanted to do was be a secretary. I wanted my own business, or sales was the next best. Was there any challenges uh, you have faced being a woman in sales? <laughs> I know there will be a lot of challenges. If not a major ones, you can share. Was there one day where there wasn't a challenge? <laughs> I got it, yeah. It was horrific from the moment I started to interview. Okay, let me go back. The men were given scripts to memorize, and they would do well was the instruction. Me, I'm a stupid female, so there's no way they would invest money on training me, so there was no need. They said, here's your territory. It was the old days where you knocked on doors and territories. Just go do what you can and we're sure you're going to fail. Okay, thanks a lot. Anyways, given I didn't know what I was supposed to sell or how to sell, I would ask people why they invited me in so I'd know what to continue doing. And given I didn't know what to say, I had fun-filled conversations with people and asked them how they got their job and what they liked about it so I'd have a better clue for the next time I interviewed. Well, lo and behold, by the fourth month, all these fun conversations led to more meetings. And the CEO all said, you better buy from her. You're wasting valuable company time and I'll fire you. So by the fourth month, true story, I became the top representative, not knowing anything about the copier I was supposed to sell or how to sell. And then the games got really nasty. It's all captured in my book, Nice Girls Do Get the Sale. Every single story. Okay, so we will come about your book a little later. So I love your motto. Can you talk about your motto? Yes, I'm one who experienced a near-death experience on a stretcher. I had a quote, an irreparable broken neck. I'd probably show off my scar. 
fact, so you know it's true. And two visions came to me. One was I, I was to become a speaker worldwide, which was something I always wanted to do. And in the moment, I said, yes, that's what I always wanted to do. And a brilliant gold light encased my entire body. I saw a blink of a light. That vision faded, and a second vision came to me. And it was entitled, it was My Life Marks. And the left-hand side, I was very proud. I had high life marks, but the right-hand side was a complete embarrassment. It was blank, entitled Community Service. In the moment, I promised myself and the great beyond that I would begin giving back to communities any way I may. But being the salesperson, I negotiated that I have to be able to walk out of the hospital on my own to be able to give my best. And with that, I saw a big blink of a light and that beautiful light over my body very slowly but surely faded away. My family came over there in tears because they were consulted by a doctor who told them most likely I wouldn't survive. And I said, go home, get a good night's sleep. I'm going to be fine. They <laughs> must have thought I was delirious. All kinds of unusual things happened that night at the hospital. But the next morning, I was heavily medicated. And the doctor said to me in no uncertain terms, Mrs. Stutz, when you wake up, most likely you will be paralyzed. And the way he said most likely, I knew he didn't expect me to survive. So I shot back sales skills, saved my life. I said, doctor, when I wake up, I fully expect to be well. And I remember him jumping backwards before cutting me open. And hours later, he said to me, there's no rhyme or reason for what happened, but in four days, you will walk out of this hospital on your own. The entire staff came to visit me. They all called me the walking miracle, and it took me years to figure out what everybody was talking about. Okay, so that's really kind of a second birth, right? Having a mission and to empower women in sales. I think we both having a similar mission. Yes. And I just realized you asked me a question about my motto. It was after that, I had explained what happened. Yeah. After that experience, my motto became believe, become, empower. Believe you can do it, become that person and empower others to think similarly and achieve what they want to. And I stayed true to my commitment for community service. I became a better person. It was actually, as scary as it was, the best thing that ever happened to me. I feel like I'm leading a second life. That's a great uh, model you've explained. Believe. Become empowered. Wow. And also, I would like you to talk about the three P's. The three P's have to do with everybody trying to get me to quit. It's purpose, passion, and perseverance. You have to love what you're doing or at least have it energize you, be passionate about it, and then never give up. I mean, things are going to happen that you never expect, and the thought will come, oh, is it time for me to quit? But once you get past that, keep going and find a better way, and my way is trial and error. So you have to have a commitment to learn from your errors so that you can advance forward. And people are always amazed by my willingness to continue. Yeah, I really admire, you know, even at this age, you really want to give back to the society, women community. What is really driving you to, to move forward? Well, it just horrifies me that this day and age, after all the awful things I experienced in corporate, it's still going on. Nothing improved. 
And then the politics of the U.S., we are so divided, it's beyond imagination. It feels like we're going back to cavemen time. I probably shouldn't get into that, but that's how I feel, and I have a right to my opinion. And a lot of people are trying to silence the opinions of others. So I actually, once again, had the thought, is it time for me to quit a couple years ago? And then I was surprised. I was on Twitter, I'm very active on that platform, and I saw a white gentleman... <laughs> putting out the nicest tweets. I thought, what's wrong with this man? And so I asked to have a conversation, you know, where's he coming from? Because he talks about inclusion, diversity, equity, and it turns out he was actually trained in the military. It changed my entire thinking. The military trained him on all of this and he became the authority on it. And it turned out he's in charge of all the committees for an organization called Inclusion Coalition. So he asked if I'd like to be on the social media committee, and I didn't have to think twice. I immediately said yes. And I'm meeting the most remarkable people that all have the same goal. They're devoted to diversity, inclusion, and equity. Yeah. So now I would like to talk about your book, Hired, How to Use Sales Techniques to Sell Yourself on Interviews. So. I want at least three sales techniques you can give to our audience today. Well, it is a sale. You have to sell yourself. You have to do research about the company, know the pros and cons, and how their competitors differ, and have questions prepared for them. But at the same time, you need to do little snippets of your experience, two-minute stories of how it will apply and benefit the company when asked. So when you can connect the dots to what you know and can do, your desire to learn more and your commitment to serving the company, you're going to get hired. Wow. That's a great nuggets, I believe, inside the book. <laughs> and uh, the next book, Nice Girls Do Get the Sale. So what, according to you, the nice girls means? Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't fond of the title, but it does apply. It's list because I had no clue how to sell in the early days. I listened to everybody, would ask questions to learn more, and then again, connect the dots. And that's how I sold. But I was on stage one day, we moved. I was very uh, successful as an entrepreneur in my hometown, but we moved. And I announced on stage at a new event that I'm a sales trainer. Well, the women start shrieking that I'm manipulative and the men couldn't stop laughing. Someone kindly came over and said, to establish credibility, you have to write a book. And all those awful corporate stories came to mind. One after another, I put them in the book. It quickly made all kinds of media appearances, became an international bestseller. And today it's evergreen among the classics. It's never going out of print, I was told. Okay, so according to you, what do you think women uh, need to be a better sales leader, saleswoman? First, you need to be nice and listen and ask questions. My smile is my disguise, but you have to be willing to speak up when something's not right, not fair. Ask questions about that too. Try your best not to get angry because that doesn't work well. And the questions are to be pointed and say, this is your goal. Am I not achieving the goals you set? Well, yes, you are. Then why are you questioning me? That's an example. That's a great advice, uh, Elena. And my <laughs> question is, you know, according to you, during your time and now, there might be a lot of challenges or a lot of improvements on technology. So how do you see the change in a women in sales 
maybe the over 30 years has been improved or which is doing good, where it needs to improve. You have to have a commitment to continuous stay on top of things. I actually know a lot of people my age who have no clue about social media. The moment it was announced, I jumped on to learn how to use it. And admittedly, I don't know a lot of the latest techniques, but for those who want to be active in business and do well, it's your duty to learn all of it and incorporate it. But more than that, ask other people how they use it to get more ideas so you can incorporate the best and collaborate. I have to tell you that that was the one thing a marketing person taught me at the beginning of social media. I was highly competitive and that's why I was successful in sales, but she said, I have to stop that nonsense. I have to be collaborative. And it was the most frightening thing I ever considered, but I did it in it. The branding effect of being collaborative is second to none. So I would like to know your best sales skills or your favorite skills, which you implemented and that become a great success. Trying to serve clientele, try to be helpful before you ever get to the sale. And when people see you're trying to be helpful, they begin to trust you. It's trust and credibility that make the difference. My pin tweet says, trust is the soul of sales and all else that you do. So that needs to be established up front and consistency is essential in everything that you do, all the words you speak, no matter the type of communication. And um, I believe, you know, daily routines also plays an important role to become a successful woman. So I would like to know what is your daily routine in terms of, you know, personal as well as into sales, like which daily you follow? Okay, so what I started to do is each evening before I go to sleep, I review what went well in the day what didn't go so well, and what I need to improve upon. In the morning when I wake up, before I get up, I think about that which I need to work upon and the people I want to connect with, and ideas come to me. And long ago, a sales manager said, keep a daily running task list so you never forget anything. That's kind of old, that method, but as long as you know, whether it's on an Excel spreadsheet, on a notepad, or whatever, keep track of what you're supposed to do. But always, always work on your long-term vision, what you ultimately want to do accomplish each and every single day and you'll be amazed by how much progress you do make by keeping that in mind the other piece of advice don't let anybody talk you out of what your heart tells you you want to do you can't believe all the negativity i've experienced in my career in my lifetime and just ignore it yeah i totally agree just believe in yourself move forward. One say it is right, the other say it is wrong. So you can't just keep going about others' uh, opinions. Yeah, so we are almost at the end of the podcast. So I want to know what is your secret of success? It's what I indicated, never give up, find a better way and keep going. Go back to the three Ps, passion, purpose, and perseverance. That's the secret to success. And striving to help others as you go along, bring others along with you and encourage them to advance further than you. Great. We want to talk about uh, your blog before we are closing. Oh, yes. So what happened? We moved and I was invited to business events. I was excited to meet business people. But lo and behold, I'm an older female. Not one person wanted to say hello to me. So I thought, well, this is a waste of time and money. 
So I brought focus back to my blog, and then I thought, geez, I can't think of original content day in and day out. So I started to invite leaders. It was laziness actually worked to my benefit. I asked leaders from varying fields to submit their story of how they found success to help readers advance their careers. It's a, it's a type of community service, in my opinion. And pretty soon people started contributing their content. And I didn't know it at the time because marketing's not my first expertise. It, my audience widened. And I have a very large distribution now. And I get very nice testimonials about the blog posts and all. And some of them are featured, you know, in magazines, etc. Wow. But so all, I enjoy sharing the stories of people. I think that's, I too believe in, uh, that's the reason we have this podcast where women leaders comes and share their stories that gives confidence and courage to new women, young women to get into. I think the blog, I'm sure many women is going to get the benefit of reading your blog and, you know, building your confidence and courage to enter into sales career. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you'll contribute your story. It would be wonderful to share. hundred percent. I will do it. <laughs> I'm honored to do that. Yeah. Thank you, Anina. It was nice talking to you. Very nice talking with you. And thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Sell Like Her podcast. Do subscribe and share it so that it reaches the maximum women to get benefit by listening successful women's stories. Let's join together and support each other to change the face of sales. Meet you in the next episode. Until then, bye. Take care.